<laughs> All right. Uh, All right. Welcome back to the Always Pick Glass podcast. I'm Ron. Chad's at work today, but we got Merce here. Thanks for coming, Merce. Thank you. Are you talking that fast or is it just sped up? I think I'm just talking that fast. Oh, okay. Slow down, bro. All right. I'll try. Um, So I've been a fan for a minute. I was talking to my guy, Dan, who introduced me to your music, like, with the Merce Day CD. Oh, yeah. Fuck yeah, Dan. Way yeah. go, Dan. Yeah. So I was talking to him the other day, and uh, he's like, yeah, dude, I met Merce at a concert. He goes, I asked him to sign my wood. Some he had a strange music piece of wood or something he had you sign, he said. Water? Uh wood. Like a piece of wood. A strange music wood? Yeah. He said that uh, like morning wood? Yeah, in uh Minneapolis or something. I don't remember that, but I, oh, I probably man. did. If everyone else was was everyone else signing it? I think so. Do you think that we're getting like the, the cancer from the, the plastic cups? Do you think we're getting some type of I don't know, maybe. It's all I drink out of. Yeah, I know because I'm a fucking child of the '80s. The Dream Team cups. I yeah. started. I collected all those, and then I'm only drinking out of plastic cups since then. It's all I yeah. All I have is like movie theater cups and shit from baseball games. Yeah, yeah, that's all I have. Yeah. Doesn't doesn't it bring the ladies in? Yeah, I don't. Whatever. My wife has been slowly throwing away all my shit. Oh really? Yeah, and they're replacing it with fucking mason jars. <laughs> I have I have a fucking I have I had a collection of plastic cups from every Dodgers season from 2005. Oh, for real? Now now I'm lucky if I have two. Damn. And I, I got like a Batman Comic Con one hid somewhere, but I had every Marvel one. Yeah. I had lots of collections, and then she's coming with the fucking whatever CFCs, PFPs, whatever those CFOs, whatever those things are. The hell? What do they tell? BPAs. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Yeah, the plastic molecules that are entering your bloodstream. Right. I don't know. I, I, think. I work in plastic, so I've I've breathed all that shit in for like 20 years. Oh, what do you do in plastic? Production manager. We make like micro parts for like uh, surgical stuff. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. Surgical, Jake. Yeah, shit's crazy. All right, what's up? Are we on? Are we live on Twitch? We are live on Twitch. Um, Hydro just raided. Oh shit! What Thanks, the fuck? Hydro. Thank you, Hydro. <laughs> but if I try to watch the stream, is that gonna fuck me up? I don't know. I don't think so. They're making me watch another fucking commercial, man. Oh shit! For real? Yeah, I just watched one when I went to Hydro stream. Hold on, let me fix that. Thank you, Buddha Bud, and thank you, King Face Painter. Thank you, Hydro. Now I feel like I'm streaming. And I'm completing the purchase now. Oh, I was just going to gift you one. Oh, too bad, buddy. Damn. I'm already in here. Throwing my money around like a big shot. <laughs> big time, bro. Sell that Olympic money. Yeah, the Olympics money. Is this Demi Moore? Yeah. Demi Moore's, Demi Moore's like a mainstay on our podcast. We talk about her bush all the time. Wait, where is it? Where do you see her bush? Well, you have to Google it. Well, I can't see her. I can't see myself. Why can't I see myself? What do you mean? On the stream, it just it's your face, and you can't see me. Oh, for real? Yeah. Uh, Fuck. What, what happened? I to see you on. 
I see you. Oh, you know what? Okay, never mind. There, I had something popped up. Oh, okay. gotcha. Yeah. All right. It's better. It helps me focus. <laughs> okay. What? Uh, so, concerts are back. How's that getting going for you? Um, I, not really. You know, like I did a few shows. I did. I've done one indoor large show in Berkeley, and that's it. Okay. Um, I got another one coming up on Friday in San Diego. Um, I'm not thrilled about it. I'm not thrilled about being indoors with a large group of people and getting sick. Um, right. You know, so I don't know. Um, but supposedly people are going to wear masks. I'm going to put fans on stage and I have no choice. I feel like, you know, I'm back to like selling weed or like getting in fights with my friends. Like it's really not something I enjoy, but it's something, it's something I love, like hanging out with my friends, but I don't enjoy getting in fights. I don't enjoy risking getting COVID, but I enjoy feeding my family and performing for my fans. So right. I guess that's kind of how I feel about it. It's better than the alternative. I'll take it. So are you trying to do like outdoor shows mostly then? I mean, if I could, but I'm not that type of artist. Like Atmosphere and Cypress Hill have the fucking, you know, yeah. earned or whatever, the luxury, the luck. I've worked hard to have the larger fan base where they can do that. Like I, unless I'm performing in people's backyards, I, it's not... Um, financially feasible for me to do an outdoor tour. Okay. Yeah, because we're going to see you guys out in Fargo. That's outdoors, I think. Yeah, yeah, that's yes. That I don't fun. think Sean's doing Sean's doing anything indoors. Oh, okay. Cool. I'm googling Demi Moore's bush. Oh yeah. It's uh, it's very large. Yeah, it's not nothing shows it. Really. Yeah. So uh, I, Google just let me down. Well, search. Oh man. I gotta help you out with this because it's impressive. How am I on this? Is it just the amount of hair? Yeah, it's large. But it's just this one pic she was doing that thing. She did like uh what there's like a magazine in like eighty two or something. It was Penthouse? called like O O E O U I, I think is how you spell it. O E. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so Google that and then it's Oh, okay. And she's laying on a couch? Yeah. Yeah, massive. That's right. She wasn't letting go of the seventies. <laughs> no, not at all. Is this why Bruce Willis married her? I mean, it's why I would have. Yeah, that's so that's impressive. That's arousing. That's like that arouses you. I I like to talk about it and get people to look at it. I wouldn't say it arouses me so much. Maybe when I first so saw it when I was like fifteen. Yeah. Oh, you saw this when you were fifteen. Yeah. Um, oh, she definitely has something inserted in her in her uh, memories. Oh yeah. So she had a boob job. Definitely. Did Bruce Willis pay for that? Uh I mean, she probably could afford it herself. Maybe. But still, like, isn't it his job as her husband to pay for that? I mean, if he's a good one, sure. I never paid for my ex-wife's boob job. That's probably why. She's <laughs> That's why. Well, let's get to the root of that. <laughs> yeah, right there. Boom. Well, Nailed Chad's it. aroused by it. Yeah, I don't, I don't think, yeah. I, I I jumped in a pool with my phone and all my clothes on when my friend told me that, well, I was we were having a swim party, and it was my friend that was a, a stripper, and she was telling me that when she got a boob job, she, someone had to wipe her ass because you can't reach around without ripping the stitches or whatever. Oh, for And her? my friend 
had just paid for his baby's mother's boob jobs, who he cheats on all, who was cheated on all the time. And so I said, wait a second. I was like, do you mean that you wiped that bitch's ass while you, she, you paid for her boob job and you had to wipe her ass while you fight with her all the time and cheat her? And he's like, yes. And I literally dove in the pool with my phone in my hand and, and all my clothes on because I couldn't fucking believe it. That's crazy. No, what's crazy is wiping a woman's ass and caring for a woman <laughs> that much that you and don't then really cheat care her. for. Right. Yeah, yeah. Like, what are you doing, bro? Right. Like, why take out of the trash at a house that you don't want to live at? That's true. Um, what is your most memorable moment on stage? Jeez. Mm. Oh, um, I think the kick me sign when you're doing a kick me sign on Eli's back <laughs> was phenomenal. Um, we were in Japan and watching all the rappers on stage who were supposed to be freestyling at the end of the show run into the crowd to try to rap to this one beautiful Japanese woman which who turned out to be a trans woman oh, at the nice. end of the night. And one member of Living Legends, I believe, ended up kissing her or him. I don't know how to say that. Them. them the there you go. Or her. I guess if she's a trans woman, so kissing her. Um but literally forgoing all their rapper responsibilities to um, kiss this one man, woman, battle <laughs> over who would get her attention. So that was pretty funny. That's awesome. Um, let me see if I can tweet this. What is your URL? Uh, Twitch.tv slash always pick last. All right. Go ahead. Sorry, I'm talking to. Oh, no, it's all good. Um, so I was looking online the other day, and oh, I made a playlist. Okay. Let me put that shit in the chat quick. Yeah. So if they go on Apple Music or whatever, if people have that, there's like, I don't know, ten, eleven songs I threw on there. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Songs that you like. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, some Mers Day, and then solo stuff, felt stuff, all kinds of stuff. New, old, everything. So, I was trying to count all your albums and EPs. Good I job. lost track at like Good 30. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot of shit, dude. Yeah, man. Um, I was always a kid that wanted my favorite rappers to make more music. I'm like, what do they do all day? Like, I I pay their rent. Right. Fuck it. What the fuck? What the fuck is Dead Funky Homo Sapien doing? Just fucking put out a record already. And then before I knew how major labels work. Oh, okay. But when I became a rapper that didn't have to listen to a major label, I was like, well, I'm gonna put out music all the time because that's what you know. I want my fans to be. I always wanted new shit because as a kid, you don't realize like how much free time you really have to listen to music. Right. I had an abundance of free time to like listen to music. Now I hate it when rappers put out new shit all the time because I don't have time to listen to all this shit. Yeah, there's there's so much now too. And it's so yeah. easy to get with like all the different apps and everything. But what uh Chad Chad's at work? Yeah. Chad, if you're if you couldn't make the time to be here for the interview, I'm gonna appreciate it if you don't try to ask questions, okay? <laughs> What's he doing? This gentleman here showed up 
You you cut out. He's asking questions in the chat. Oh jeez, about Who tech nine. What a what an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I'm sorry. No, it's all good. Um, out of everything you've released, thirty plus albums, whatever. What's your least favorite one that you put out? Oh, least favorite. Least favorite would definitely be um, Curse of the Merch Girl without the original beats. Oh, okay. version of Curse of the Merch Girl that's streaming doesn't have the original beats because I had just been involved with an almost lawsuit with Ninth Wonder. So we made all, like, my, my DJ remade all the beats. And they're not as good as I think that could have been a really great. It's a really great album if you could find yeah, the original. I, oh, I haven't. Yeah, I've only listened to it on the streaming. I like it. Yeah, so the the other beats are way better. Okay. What um. When you go to write an album like solo versus with like Felt or Three MGs or whatever, how is that different? Like, do you get together with Slug and like? write shit together or do you guys send stuff back and forth how do you do that uh every felt album has been made with us together oh, we okay. don't we'll start off maybe mailing a couple ideas but we do the majority of work when we're together um same thing with 3mg um same thing with merce and fashion same thing with merce and ninth wonder um, there's very few same thing with white man dingoes there's very few collaborations I'll mail in. The new 3MG song was mailed in due to COVID. The last right, song right. we did, the three. But we've been rapping together for almost 30 years now. So, you know, I'm I'm comfortable with mailing that in. Right. Um, but most everything else gets done in person. When, uh, when you get together, are you more critical of it? Or do you think Slug is? Like, uh, like on Felt 4, would you say? Or do you guys um, think, do you guys help write each other's shit ever? Like if you mess yeah, a yeah, line? Yeah. Slug is definitely really good at that. I'm not as good as that. He's always like, Okay, I have this, I got this, this, and this, and I got this, this, and this, but I wanna say something else. What do you got? Okay. Slug's really, really um good at that. And then I'll try to start asking him things, but I don't even know I don't even have the vision. He has like court vision where he can see like there's a better word, he just doesn't know it, and then I'll come up with it and he'll be like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or my new idea will make him say, I like what I had better and I'm now now I'm sure it's the right way to go. Okay, cool. He knows how to utilize having another talented rapper in the room. I haven't learned that that skill yet. I never thought of that as a skill till just now, so thank you. When uh because you have recorded with a lot of big name people like Snoop and E forty and Tech Nine. Do you guys do a lot of that like together or do you send them stuff? Um, E-40 is mailed in all of his, but me and E-40 have recorded a song together in the same room that never came out. Oh, okay. Good. Oh, really? Um, um, Snoop sent me his verse, but he just still wanted to, he wanted me to do another verse at the end of the song, so he came in and watched me lay the verse for our thing, and that was like a weird session where Rihanna showed up, and it was crazy. Oh, for real? Yeah, I just ended up leaving my own session because there was too many famous people there. <laughs> I just awesome. wanted to play Miss Pac-Man because I felt uncomfortable. Um, what's the first concert you ever went to? Do you remember? Uh, MC Hammer TLC. Oh, for real? At the Inglewood Forum, yes. Damn, that sounds like a fun one. It was amazing. I think TLC T- had power wheels. TLC is performing next weekend at the Minnesota State Fair. 
Oh shit! Don't I think... go chasing those waterfalls. <laughs> I know Chad's going too. <laughs> Fucking Chad, bro. He can, he can go to that, but he can't make it to this, you know. Yeah, Chad. Yeah, he'll leave Mrs. Meeting for that. Right. Left. Rest in peace, left eye. Yeah, I don't know how they're gonna do that without her. If they're gonna they play her stuff. For somebody. Yeah, I don't know. I think they had auditions for somebody to take her place, or like you know, not take her place, but fill in. Okay. And uh, it was a reality show at one point. Oh. But I don't know. You watch reality TV? No. I don't either. I banned it from my house, and my ex-wife used to sneak and watch it like a child. Oh, really? Yeah, not like a child. I don't want to be insulting. I was more trying to be demeaning to myself <laughs> for having such a tyrannical view of television. Did uh, Did you ever finish Suicide Squad? No, I haven't. So I'm okay. on the fence about it because I don't like stealing movies. But I also don't want to support Warner Brothers because they fucking dogged out Ray Fisher. So until they give Ray Fisher an apology, I can't. I want to buy the toys. I want to support it so much because I love Cena. I love Idris Elba. Right. Um, yeah, he's really good. I love Shark, the shark guy. Yeah, that's I think the fun. shark guy, now that you have the Ragnarok cup, like I think the shark guy is like the fill-in because they couldn't get Taika, um, what is it, YTT? Yeah, yeah. He did Korg or whatever, right? Yeah, yeah. It's basically Korg. Yeah. Yeah, it's so you funny. Know, and they should have got Taika just to do the shark voice. Yeah, I think Stallone does the shark. It's like a big name. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was a big one. So are your kids back in school? Are they going virtual? How are you doing that this year? Uh, my, um, the, well, my, my middle son is doing a backyard pod like he's been doing most of the pandemic. A teacher that a friend of my wife's that's a teacher was laid off and then she decided not to go back and just start a backyard pod for her like us and like four or five other families that are pretty oh, cautious cool. and they do it all outdoors um and then my oldest son started third grade and he's in class in person but he was in arizona in person uh, most of or not most of the last part like the last month of the semester but his school his school in arizona never basically never stopped right they had zero zero outbreaks Oh wow! So I'm I was I'm pretty comfortable like even through the the worst part of the first time. Yeah. Um. So I know Delta is on the rampage, but I'm pretty confident. And he's in a smaller class because he's in Mandarin immersion, so okay. he's in a smaller class. And yeah, it's all right. I think he's good. Yeah. That we had when it first came out on the pandemic or whatever, they shut our school down for like the last two or three months of the one year. And that shit was hard to like teach the kids and man, like you forget how like simple shit's hard. Just a simple math that the kids are learning in like fourth grade. It's ridiculous. It's yeah, like, it's, it is ridiculous. It's like get a calculator. They're like, we can't use them. So no one's gonna know. Yeah. <laughs> um, no one's watching. Right. Do you ever get sick of performing certain songs live? Like no Okie Dog or anything like any of your biggest ones? No, not at all. No, not at all. No, I I love it. Um, I remember seeing De La Soul get ready to do um, uh, me myself and I, and they started walking in a song like we hate y'all, we hate this song, but y'all love this song. We hate this song, but you love this song. And I was like, oh, you just ruined the song for me, bro. Right. And I was like, uh, and I like the way like with I like the fervor with which. Souls of Mischief still perform 93 until infinity to this day. So they're always my mark. That's cool. Of like 
not only is the song old and they're probably tired of doing it, not only do they write it when they're like 15, 16 years old, but it's also like called 93 to infinity. If they can still do that song right. and I can still love it every time I see it, then I can handle my little, my mini hits. Do you, do you go to much, any concerts really? I mean, right now it's weird with the pandemic and everything, but like in general, did you go to a lot of shows before? No, because I'm usually always working. Oh, you know? I see. And when I'm home, I don't want to work. Right. So I'm either going to my friend's shows or doing my own shows. Um, the last show I really wanted to go to and I'm really kicking my, I kicked myself in the ass for not going to was um, Lil Peep's last tour right before he passed away. Like he was in LA a couple of days before he got to Tucson and passed away. Oh, okay. And me and my homeboy were planning to go to that. And I kind of like, nah, when you're a dad, it's hard, you know? Oh, for sure. But that's That's something that taught me like, go ahead and pressure your wife and like, see if you can go because some shit is important i don't go to bullshit shows and i i knew little people was important i wanted to go to the show and i should have just went yeah um i had like 20 more questions and i lost them so what do you mean you lost them well i had like i've been taking notes for like i don't know a fucking month or something and then I cleaned my desk the other day, and now I don't know where anything's at. That's why cleaning is overrated. Yeah. Bomb Shelter, Bomb Shelter's a big fan of it. I am not. Right. So, we're going out to Montana on Wednesday to see Cypress and Atmosphere. Okay. What, uh, have you ever been through there? Oh, yeah. I've spent a lot of time in Montana. Any recommendations? Um, are you going near Missoula? That's, yep, that's where the concert's at, at, uh, Kettle House Amphitheater Brewery, something like that. Okay. Um, and then I think we're going to go up to, uh, Glacier for a day or something. Ooh. I've been to Whitefish, I've been to Missoula, been to Bozeman. Um, hold on. There's a Brazilian restaurant, Five on Black. One of my best restaurants I've ever been to, Five on Black. It's an idea for a restaurant that me and my wife had and did the same exact idea in Missoula, Montana. Okay. It's amazing. Go check it out. Yeah, there's two of them, actually. Wow, I didn't know there was two. Five on Black is really dope. Cool. So you're a vegan. You have a whole song about it. Yes, what sir. What brought that on? Were you always or for how no, long? A vegetarian. I became a vegetarian when I was sixteen. Someone told me about Elvis getting uh, dying was like whatever pounds of beef in his colon, and that's why oh, it was yeah. all. That's why people get fat and bloated, and because it's just the undigested beef in your gut. And I was like, "Oh man, fuck that! Um, that's disgusting." So I walked into McDonald's my sixteenth birthday, and uh, I said, "I want a Big Mac." And it was the last Big Mac I ever ate. Last time I ate beef. Really? And then um, shortly after that, I was eating chicken. I was like, this is disgusting. And I had already eat, quit fish and pork when I was like 10 or 11. So then all I had left was dairy. And it turns out I'm allergic to dairy. And uh, so I quit, quit dairy when I was like 25. Oh, wow. And so since then, I've eaten chicken off and on. Like, I'm not a huge, like, it's a sin. But at this point in my life, I don't think I'll ever eat meat or dairy again. Don't miss it at all, huh? No. Nah. That's a long time. I don't know if I could do it. <laughs> <laughs> the land of milk and cheese. I don't know, man. 
Oh yeah, you're in Wisconsin. Wisconsin. But I, like, I don't think it's like, I think it's weird, but like, I think that if you live, if you're of European descent, like it's kind of normal. Like, there's no cows in Africa. There were no cows on the continent of North America before the European settlers came. Oh right. Like, it's not conducive to my African DNA to eat beef or pork. Like, it's not something black people, African people did. Like, it's a fish. I've seen fish, goat. Now I don't even know if goat is native, but so it's you know it's not you know it's not racist. It's just looking at your history and your genealogy, like right? That. And like, there's a lot of fucking dairy and cheese there because there's a lot of Scandinavian people. In, for sure, for sure. In the, in the Midwest, so it's like it makes sense. Like I don't want to shame people for eating. I think there's more responsible ways to consume these products that we're not doing. Right. Yeah. There's a lot of like bullshit and extra packaging and. A lot of fucking garbage and landfills, and it's crazy. Yeah, yeah. There's better ways to treat the animals, it's, you know. Right, right. But I think also too, like I think that people started drinking milk in Scandinavia. I'm sure out of out of necessity. Maybe there's a water shortage. A lot of the water's fucking frozen a lot of the year. <laughs> right. Like you know, and you eat meat because it definitely keeps you warm. It builds a certain type of body type, and you know, and also you're not gonna go hunting in the fucking snow fuck that like so you raise these animals that are like right there that you can kill and and slaughter and eat you know and you know what i mean i think it was out of necessity but people need to wake up like we're not living in that time anymore we have heaters we have all kind of shit right. greenhouses like maybe we don't need to eat beef anymore got you what do you how do you feel about hunting um if that's what you're into you know i don't know i think uh you know like I, I yeah, I think as long as people do it like responsibly and like yeah, it's like if, you know what I mean, not yeah, wasteful in, of the pro animals and whatever. Yeah, I think there's like a innate, I don't know, desire or need for violence, and especially in men. Like my kid who had never seen a fight or anything violent, like one day took my action figures and started banging them together, oh, like right. having boys, like like it's it's in it's like natural, it's primal, oh, sure. you know. So I grew up in my years, like we were fighting each other, gangs, tagging crews, people were shooting. I seen enough shooting, fighting, blood and all that. I got all that violence out of my system. Right. But if you were raised in middle America or in the South and you didn't have a lot of that conflict, you know, sure, go, you know, that's a, you know, and then, then yeah, eat it responsibly, quarter it, like, you know? Yeah, yeah. It sounds like fun. I'm just not, like, I've had enough of guns. I've had enough of dead things. Like, I'm good. Right. But um I'm not I'm not here to judge anyone. And I when I like realize like what you when you really hunt how long you're out there having to quarter the animal and like all that stuff is it's really a skill, it's really a craft. Oh for um, sure, yeah. You know, if you're shooting hundreds of ducks a day, you're a dick. You know what I mean? But if you yeah, go out once yeah. a year with your sons and there's like ritual to it, I think America a lot of American men, especially in in major cities, are missing the coming of age rituals like that. And, um, you know, death is a part of life, and I think it's important to learn, and violence is a part of life. I think it's important to learn. Um, so, yeah, I'm, you know, I'm for it in the right way. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, same. I grew up in it, grew up hunting and stuff, and my dad teaches hunter safety, and, you know, so we had that hammered into us from day one, and I almost feel like I need to get my kids out there and keep it going somewhat. But yeah, I, no, they've some, never even shot a gun. Yeah, especially for you. Like, I think that's part of, like, probably your European tradition. And right? I think it's 
good to pass those things down and no one should be made feel ashamed of it. It's your right, heritage. Right. Have you ever done like one of those 23 and me's or, um, one of those man, things? I was, I'm scared of them having my DNA, man. Right. I bought one like over the holidays when it was on sale and it's still sitting here in the package. Like yeah. I haven't done it. Yeah. I, I, I didn't have sex with a girl one time who had, um, her tramp stamp, like low, low, super low, was her social security number. Shut up. And she was, she was like, this stops me from like getting naked with people I really don't trust. And I was like, holy shit. Wow. I was like, that's fucking, you know, I mean, it could be silly, it could be brilliant, but I was like, yo. But that, I feel like that, like giving away my DNA is like giving away God's social security number to someone I don't know. Right. My brother took one, or my brother's, so Chad, he's my half-brother, um, he, his sister took one, and they found a missing sister out in, like, New Jersey or something. See? That's how they get you. That's how Elon Musk is going to put the thing right. in all of our heads. He's like, oh, it could, but it could save you from having a heart attack. <laughs> right. I'm like, yeah, but the rest of the time, you could put fucking whatever. Yeah, now you just have an extra kid somewhere. Jeez, man, the DNA. Yeah, you find it. Yeah, there's so much I want to know about my family, and I really want to know it. Yeah. I don't know. At this point, though, like, after COVID, I'm kind of like, fuck it, man. You know, I got this fucking um, microchip in my body already with the vaccine. <laughs> Might as well fucking just give my DNA away, too. Has your uh, cell service improved since you got the microchip or not? Fuck, no, I'm still shitty. Still shitty. Mm-hmm. No, I, know, I don't see any, benef- I any benefits of it, really. Yeah, Except for, I mean, now I can go places. I have my fucking papers. Show your papers. I have my right. papers that in my wallet that I can show that I have not had to pull out once ever. Um, everyone's so worried about that. But, yeah, I don't I don't know, man. Yeah, I guess I should just go. I, my, my fear is that they were going to, like, they can tailor, a, once they have your DNA, they can tailor a virus, I think. At some point, they're going to have to admit that COVID is fucking the first in biological warfare. That's my theory, my conspiracy, my tinfoil hat theory. I can see it, yeah. If they can do that, then yeah, with everybody's DNA, then they can seek and destroy with a specific virus that's tailored to your DNA. It's not like the government would do anything like that, though. No! No. No way! So like yeah, I'm I'm good. Or like even though know, when we get to the age of fucking, I'm more worried because I'm a science fiction guy. Like when you get to the like where like assassins, or it's like putting a curse. It's like having someone's hair. Like I grew up with like black people and Creole people who were like get hair and do voodoo and type shit. Like DNA is the ultimate strand of hair because that people don't realize like like you can get DNA from hair. Right. And they think voodoo is weird, but it's like I think it was just done at a time we had a better understanding. Someone's taking a piece of your DNA and doing something with it. Um, it's not as, as crazy as you think. And now someone, I think someone will be able in the future be like, oh, I want to put a hit out on this person. You can buy this virus for $1,000 and we'll tailor to it because everyone's DNA is now on file. Damn, you're convincing me not to spit in this thing and send it in. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah. Maybe when I'm dead, like, I, I'm dying, I'll spit in it and my kids can figure it all out. I'll, I'll take there the bullet go. then. Right. We got a question. Does Merce like any other genres besides rap? I really enjoy musicals, man. I know that's not a genre, but um, I enjoy musicals. Alan Minkie's, um Little Shop of Horrors is one of the best bodies of work ever made. 
what's that one with Hugh Jackman? Um, oh, Australia? The, no, the circus one. Oh, yeah, I started watching it. I haven't finished that. Greatest yeah. Showman. Yeah, that's Greatest it. Showman yeah, Earth. yeah. My kids wanted to watch that a couple of years ago, and I was like, are you kidding me with this shit? And we watched it, and now I know every damn song and everything. It's so good. It's, just, it's so good. Yeah. yeah. That one was good. The, that guy did, like, Romeo and Juliet was questionable. The Australia one was okay. There's Yeah, man. There's Musicals are great. Musicals. I love musicals. I've been to Broadway a lot. seen a lot of musicals live. Hamilton is great. Okay. Fela is great. Um, Priscilla, Queen of the Desert. Billy Elliot. Like, I've seen so much. It's, that's another genre I'm in. That's, I've only been to one. I went and saw Wicked with my ex-wife once. I hated Wicked. Yeah. I wanted to like it so bad. We were up in, like, the nosebleeds in this theater, and yeah. I wasn't was it good to fan. you? Did you? I wasn't yeah, I did, a huge I, fan. I fell asleep on that shit. I never fall asleep in musicals. Yeah. Um, you've got comic books references through a lot of your music, and I mean, and the Curse of the Merch Girls. Uh, you know, it's a whole comic book itself. What uh, what drives you to do that? Just you know it, so you throw it in raps, and I mean, like yeah, Diana Doom. That's one of my favorites. Oh, thank you, man. Yeah, I think just reading a lot of comics, it just comes out naturally. You know, I've always stole, like, themes and archetypes or storylines from comics. And the way they tell stories is amazing. I think it helps me be a better storyteller. Whether people want to give me my credit or not, I think I'm one of the top five storytellers in rap of all time. And comic books are a huge part of that. That's awesome. What, uh, what are a couple of your favorite comics? Um, Black Panther when it's not written by Ta-Nehisi Coates. I hate what he's done with the book. Um, Excellence. Um, I, I go more by writers. Like I like, I like Jason Aaron's probably one of the best comic book writers of all time. Um, Brian Michael Bendis, um, Robert Kirkman. So anything they do, I'm gonna read. Uh, the team that does Excellence, I can't wait till they start to expand. Um, Priest. They used to do Ghost. Um, they used to do uh, Black Panther. Reginald Hudlin, who used to do Black Panther, great writers. I'm trying to think of more. Um, the Girl Scout series by Jim Mafu is one of my best. I hear that's coming back. I can go on and on about comics, yeah, yeah. man. I love, I love um, Kelly Sue DeConnick. She's amazing. Bitch Planet is an amazing book. I've heard that one's good. Have you ever read Sex Criminals? Yes, Ed Brubaker's tight. My wife got me um, for our anniversary. She got me Who Killed Jimmy Olsen. So I'm looking at that. Kyrie Randolph, yeah, Bitterroot. Awesome. What this guy this? wants me to look up Monging. Yeah, I've never heard of that. Urban Dictionary. Oh, there's Demi's Bush again. Demi's Bush. Chilling out. After partaking of smoking cannabis, why is it called monging though? Where's there is there mongs? I've never heard of that. It usually takes place around the house, however, it could occur in any comfortable location. Origin presumed but mong is such a origin presumed to be from mong, as in the act that such a person performs. I'm gonna go mong for a bit. I've just been monging about all day. Where does this come from? Yeah, I've never heard of this. 
and I don't smoke cannabis. I have begun to drink a little cannabis. Seems like it has some type to do with like mongoloid or Mongolian. I don't like that. It makes me scared. Yeah, everybody's saying they've never heard of it. Do you have a favorite animated film or series? Um, Disney, probably. Something Disney. And, um, I mean, the top three are, like, Lion King, Aladdin, Little Mermaid. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of a series. Munging, munging. Oh, okay, this is the thing. Um, go to a graveyard with four of your buddies, dig up a fresh corpse, and have a gangbang. <laughs> Afterwards, one of them puts their mouth over the vagina. Someone jumps on the stomach, shooting all the common maggots and such into a person's mouth, and they swallow it. No, I've never been munging. But it has 6,400 6, upvotes and 3,500. Oh, Jesus Christ. What the fuck? No, uh, I've never done that either. No, uh, I've never. haven't done that this yet. This is the shit yet, I get in my yet, chat. Nice. Yet be the operative word. Yet, yet. being the operative word. Yeah, i probably pass on that one. Being a teenager is fun. Oh, oh man. man. Uh, yeah, Wreck-It Ralph's up there for me, too. That's a good one. Oh, does that count as that? I always think animation is like cartoons. Oh, yeah, yeah I suppose that one's more, what, like, computer Compu animated. computer animated. It's, yeah. So it's animated. Um, yeah. I'm trying to think, um, the last, like, animated series. Like, I always like, like, Pirates of Dark Water, um, Road to El Dorado. Like, old things that had a continuity. Like, Robotech is probably one of my favorite animated series of all time. Transformers, the movie would definitely be over the Disney ones. But on um, Robotech was the first thing I watched was like, I guess to be the foundation of anime. Um, I liked uh, Princess Mononoke. Uh, Akira is a special thing. I'm trying to think of what else. Other series, man, like anime got easy to find as I got older with less time. If I was younger with that time, I would have fucking killed anime, devoured lots of it. Um, yeah, the only one thing... that uh, Attack on Titan. Oh yeah, and uh, My Hero Academia. I've tried to watch those. Those are really good. My kid likes that. Um, what the hell was that one? Oh, the only one I ever remember was like Sailor Moon when I was a kid. Sailor as far Moon, as like oh, anime, shit. yeah. Yeah, I definitely would have watched that for other reasons. That was on like with Captain Planet and shit. Captain Planet. Yeah, if you didn't have a con continuity in the storyline, I couldn't watch. Oh, and uh, what's the one that Jalen Jaden Jaden Smith did? I love that one. Now I can't think of his name. Jaden Smith's anime. What is it called? I'm not sure. You're supposed to know that. Come oh on. fuck! I know you're super into Jaden. <laughs> is that Will Smith's kid? Yeah, Neo Yokio. I've never heard of it. Amazing. Neo Yokio is a shit. And there's one with like a little girl in a, in a frog world that's on uh, Netflix. I like that one too. I haven't been able to follow. I can watch shit without my kids. 
Okay, the kids are getting crazy, Ron. I gotta bounce. All right, so yeah, you got one more. Yeah, this one's from the homie. Um, okay. She wants to know what's Ant like. What's Slug's favorite movie? Oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. That's um from the song Twenty Questions, right? Uh, is that one? I can't remember. Yeah, that's a line from that song. Does she really want to answer to that? No, I was just fucking with you. Oh, okay. I was like, <laughs> no. no. 20 questions. 20 answers, I think that's the name of that song. Never came out. All right. All right. Thanks for coming. No worries, man. Thanks for all yeah. the support through the through the years. I really appreciate it. Shout out to Always Pick Last. If you're just watching, make sure you follow. And this is going to be an audio version too? Yeah, yep. It'll be on Apple in the next couple of days or iTunes or whatever. Yeah. Oh, dope, 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 dope. Yeah. Hit the subscribe button and please rate this podcast. <laughs> there you go. Thanks, Merce. All right, peace, man. Later.